Hey there. This is Rachel Lee. And Robin May. And this is The Problem with Perfect, the podcast for people who want to be freed from the joy-sucking, energy-taking, and judgment-clouding quest of perfectionism. We'll be sharing our own struggles and interviewing experts on how to be authentically imperfect. Because let's be real, who wants to be around someone who's perfect anyway? Together, we can transform our thinking and let go of those thoughts that say we have to be it all and have it all to be worthy. So pull up a chair and have a seat. There's always a place for you at our table. Welcome back to another episode of The Problem with Perfect. We are live from the loft. And today we are talking about why you don't go after the things that you really want in life. And I'm giggling over here because this whole conversation was like shocking to Rachel. It, okay. It actually was. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. So apparently not everybody is a dreamer, which I truly thought every single person had a dream that they wanted and that they were going to go after. I thought that everybody had that. And Robin informed me that is not the case. Well, I mean, I don't want to speak for mankind in general, but I think that, yeah, not everyone dreams and has these big aspirations that you do. I think that instinctively we all want we all want to move from where we are to someplace different and someplace better. Mm-hmm. But I think if, if you ask a hundred people, Hey, you know, what are your dreams? Tell us about your dreams. I think there'd be a large portion of people to be like, huh, let me think about that. As to where, if I ask you, yeah. Rachel, what are your dreams? Like, I remember like one time in our first couple of meetings, you're like, I have big dreams. Like I want A, know, B, C, and D. Yeah. Let me tell you my step-by-step plan of how I'm going to get Exactly. There. Which is the other thing is not only do you dream, but you have, you have like a plan to, yes. to achieve your dream. So, yes. so yeah, we had this great conversation, uh, kind of like almost this battle between no people do dream, don't dream. I'm like, well, I don't think they dream like you dream. So, which <laughs> yes. is the whole prompting for this episode. Yes. Because although not everybody has big dreams, everybody does have something that they want in life. Yes. They have goal, goals, maybe is a better word or something that they really want out of mm-hmm. their life. And yet I think so many of us get to a point, whether it's like a quarter life crisis or a midlife crisis where you just Mm -hmm. never did it. You never went after what you really wanted in life. So we're going to talk about three reasons why that may be you and how we can kind of fix that to how we can get unstuck. Yeah. Cause we all want to live a life well lived. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Robin, tell us the first reason. Well, the first reason I think is because life, as you go along it, the process of living, it sucks the dreams out of you. Yeah. Ugh, that is so true. And I've experienced that now I'm 25. I feel like these last few years, I can already see how easy it is to just like give up because <laughs> right. it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you think about like, let's just take your dream of like here living in a loft and having this life that you get to like more, um, use the gifts and talents and move towards Mm -hmm. like your dreams. Right. Mm -hmm. Like this was hard. Yeah. It was hard to get here. (laughs) It was hard to get here and it took some margin. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes what happens when I say like life sucks the dreams out of you, you have bills to pay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people have great big dreams and like, let's be honest, like Mm -hmm. they get pregnant. Yep. And you know that. And there goes all your dreams. Right. Well, or certainly it feels like <laughs> Rachel's like, nope, not me. 
Yeah. But, um, but things like that happen or, or your car breaks down or, you know, all these things like bills and, and just time and resources and life, like things that you don't expect are going to happen. We're like, boom, you get hit with depression. Right. Or you get hit with cancer, you yeah. know, and you miss a, a year of, of school mm-hmm. in, in the big scheme of things. It could have been so much worse, but those things literally do happen. So and you can't control them. Things that you can't control, right? Um, and then there are things that suck the life out of you or that are things that you can control and to some degree, right? Mm-hmm. So you might find yourself in a dead-end job that mm-hmm. wasn't what you thought it was going to be. And yeah, you don't have the guts to just leave it. But, but it is hard. And, and especially, again, whenever you have responsibilities, if you have payments, house payments, if you have student loan payments, mm-hmm. you know, these these things that are, I have to find a, a, a way to meet the responsibilities. I have to find a way to put food on the table for my kids. I have to find, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's easy when you don't have any margin with your finances or your time or your energy Mm-hmm. Or at least you don't think you have any margin with those mm-hmm. things, right? Yeah. And so for somebody who's in that phase of life, I think we have a few little tips to help because, I mean, ultimately we all do want to go after those things that we really want in life. And I know I can really relate because when I started my first job, I was not getting paid a ton Mm -hmm. and my dreams involve paying for equipment and equipment is so expensive. Like to buy cameras costs thousands and thousands of dollars, buy podcast gear costs thousands of dollars, editing software, like you name it. I picked an expensive hobby, (laughs) which is true to my personality, I guess. But it took a lot of time. Um, and so, and not only that, but to get to where I am today of like hosting this show, I think that I just needed to have a training ground. Like I needed a few years to really get, I felt like God needed to work a lot of the yucky, gross things out in my heart before I was ready to move on to like the next step of the process. And, and that, and that was not like a financial situation, like you said earlier, but I think that sometimes you need time to get to where Uh, you're going. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, if you think about your, your head and your life as kind of like a garden, you know, you're constantly planting these seeds and watering them. Right. And sometimes it just takes a little while for those seeds to germinate and for them to Mm -hmm. actually start sprouting. And sometimes it's just that God's doing the watering. Yeah. And it's, it's okay. Like, I think for me as somebody who has these big dreams and a plan of how I need to get mm -hmm. there, it's like, I felt like me being in the same place and needing to do something that I felt like wasn't like where I wanted to go. Ultimately, it felt like I was just stuck or I wasn't moving forward. And so I felt really bad in that. But looking back, I see now that it was just a time of me, like learning how to do all these skills that I would need Mm -hmm. for what God was preparing me to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and another little thing I'll say or a tip or suggestion for someone who finds them in that place where life is sucking Mm -hmm. the dreams right out of them is to surround yourself with people that share your dream. Oh, so necessary. Yeah. Because it's so easy to give up because I remember even being like there, I was like, well, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Well, it wasn't like you weren't making a a great impact Mm -hmm. and that people didn't love your work and you got lot and you got lots of affirmation. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't your dream. Mm -hmm. Right. But it was like this ground for 
where your dreams could eventually come to life. Exactly. I actually would travel to Kansas City on the weekends at least once a month. And I felt like, and I would surround myself, I would go to all these creative meetups and things like Mm -hmm. that. And I felt like having that foot in the door into where I wanted to go was really helpful to me. So I think that's a great tip. Well, and I know like for me, and this isn't a vocational like dream, Mm -hmm. but uh, like dreaming the impossible for me would say, would have been, if you would ask me 25 years ago, Hey, why don't you run a marathon someday? I'd have been like, huh, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, I don't even want to run a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, eventually I started running with people that ran three miles a day and then, uh, you know, then six miles a day. Mm-hmm. And then they were doing long runs on the weekend and talking about their marathon experiences. And so just being with people that had accomplished the dream and were willing to, mm-hmm. uh, make mm-hmm. me feel like, Oh yeah, you can, you can accomplish this and let us mm-hmm. help you. So, yeah. And yeah. It, and then you're more motivated. I think that that is gold advice. Mm-hmm. People would really implement that because even if you don't have the money or the resources, you can reach out to somebody who's where you want to go. Like, and, yeah. and start just even being around that person is, and even being around that person is going to help you get there eventually. Cause they're going to help you see things that maybe you can't. Right. And, and if they can do nothing else, they can help you develop a a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the things you're yeah. so great about is your, your planning sessions. Right. But a lot of people don't ever t- stop and just take the time like, okay, well, if I, if I'm really serious about this aspiration in life, then you, you know, it's not going to happen on accident. Mm-hmm. So letting someone with that wisdom and success in that help you develop your own plan. Yeah. I think that's great. Okay. So our second tip is of why you may not go after what you want is because you may feel like it's ungodly. And so this is something that I really struggled with, with my dream. So my ultimate dream is to become a national talk show host. And I felt really bad. I like wrestled with God over this for several years and I still do, but not to the same extent of, I just felt so guilty. And I felt like because I wanted to be in front of a bunch of people and like speak and have a platform that that was wrong and prideful and not something that was seen as like a good thing in God's eyes. Yeah. So that tension of like, Oh, I feel like this is what I would be great at. I think this is what I would enjoy, but it's, it, it's ungodly. Cause it looks like, it looks like it's all about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's selfish and all these other things. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can totally see that. And I, I know that, you know, that I struggle with that as well. Mm -hmm. Like this whole idea of platform building is just feels like it's a constant, um, Robin May show. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're like, you need to take a picture of yourself here and there. And like, (laughs) I don't even want to take the picture, let alone post it all the time or, you know, challenging. So like, um, so I totally, totally understand that. Um, and what you're saying reminds me some of this book that I'm reading by John Piper, uh, a life wasted. Mm -hmm. And he talks about this great point and I love it. When you think about dreams and I'm kind of adding to what John Piper says here. Okay. Okay. But he says the apex of life is the intersection of God's glory mm-hmm. and your joy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I like to think about it as an X, Y axis, which is funny because I hate math. Same. But let's graph this. Okay? okay. So on the vertical axis, you have God's glory and on the horizontal, you have your joy. Uh-huh. And if you could chart those off the charts and the intersection was way out there, that intersection would be your dreams. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. I love that. And so just knowing that giving ourselves like the, um, the permission to say, God, 
God has given us these things that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's made you a great storyteller. He's made you all these things and you enjoy doing them. Mm-hmm. And so if you could think about like, I'm going to do those things because he gifted me to enjoy them. And I know that they're going to bring him glory mm-hmm. and just know that in the, where those things connect, that apex is where special, special things are going to happen and yeah. not feeling guilty about it. Yeah. And I think that there's kind of like a myth in uh, Christian culture too, that there's some jobs or vocations that are more holy than others. Mm-hmm. And so I was yeah. working at a church, which is like mm-hmm. a lot of times considered the holiest of the holy, but there really yeah. is no separation between the sacred and secular when it comes to working for God's glory and whatever you do. So you could be a preacher or you could be a mailman and both are glorifying to God. And yeah. I think that that's something that I had to really learn that it was okay for me to want to go after my dreams and that that was still going to bring God glory just as much as me working for a church, even though I saw in so many ways working for a church, it's so clear how God is working a lot of the time. Whereas sometimes, you know, if you are, if I'm here sitting on my couch doing work, I'm (laughs) like, well, I don't always see how it's making Mm -hmm. an impact, but it is. Well, and and I, I too have done vocational ministry Mm -hmm. and I remember when God called me out of that. Really? Like what a uncomfortable position is like, but wait, I want to bring you glory. And this is like what I always thought, you know, mm-hmm. would be like the dream job. And, and, but then to just like the stirring in your heart where you're like, wait, this is, mm-hmm. this isn't where I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. and trusting in that process because you're right. I, I like I'm in ministry. I want to glorify God. So this is where I should be. This is like, yeah. The, the best place to be. And, you know, sometimes no, like, mm-hmm. you know, the best place to be is where God calls you to be. Yeah. I think that's so true. And, you know, knowing if something is like ungodly or godly, it's check it with scripture, but there's not always a right or wrong path. You're making your choice. You're doing what you feel like the gifts you've been given mm-hmm. and, and serving in the best way that you can. And God can honor whatever you choose to do. And you should have joy. Mm-hmm. You should have joy. If it's not bringing you joy, then I think that that's a good place to pause and say, hmm, Mm, is this where I'm supposed to be? That's really good. Okay, Robin, you tell us the third point. The third reason I think sometimes that people don't don't go after what they want is because, let's be honest, it is just too hard. Yep, that is is a word. It is hard. I think about uh, how easy it is and it's really just to settle into this life of the least resistance Mm -hmm. and, and this life of it's good enough. And so when I say enough, I mean like, well, I make enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I am happy enough, happy enough, feel good enough about that. You know, um, so we get kind of paralyzed in that complacency uh, because it requires getting out of your comfort zone. Oh, yeah. I think anything I've ever done that's been significant, I've had to get out of my comfort zone and I've been scared to do it. <laughs> right. Right. So who wants who like who embraces scariness? Right. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I don't think I can. Oh, I, but I, I disagree completely. <laughs> you completely have embraced it, or at least you have embraced it enough to move forward. Right. Yeah. And I think that some people just get paralyzed in that space. Yeah. Well, I think if to me, uh, one of a big fear that I have is like, what if I don't go after something and mm-hmm. I don't fulfill my potential? Mm. And so if I think I'm not doing something just because I'm scared of the outcome, to me, it doesn't seem like a good enough reason not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's 
like lots of quotes out there that would say something along the lines of, if you're not fearful of what you're doing, then you're not doing what you should be, mm-hmm. right? Because you're probably not pushing yourself, right? Because the magic we all know happens out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. If we're doing something that we can do with our eyes closed and like, and we've done it so many times and we know we can do it, um, like we're not growing in that Mm, space. mm -hmm. And I mean, how boring if you just live your life, never growing, never pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. like never doing things scared. And I know, you know, some things that are scary to me, like even starting this podcast, the first few episodes that came out, I was like, oh my gosh, I was so vulnerable. And I felt like naked and exposed to everybody, (laughs) but now it's become so much easier. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, that fear of taking that leap of faith, like it only lasts for so long. And I bet people are like stuck and scared mm-hmm. way longer by just staying and doing nothing than if they would actually just do it. Right. Like so, the time period would be shorter if they would just go out there and do it. Yeah. So the easy way to get unstuck is to go in reverse mm-hmm. and just say, forget it. Yeah. It's just too hard. It's just too scary. And I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're saying, but how sad would that be? How sad if, if you never picked up this microphone and, and did this, like what, the joy that you would have missed. Mm, I know that's by, so true. By not doing it. The other thing I'll say, and, and this is a challenge to myself as much to anybody who's out there thinking that it's too scary mm-hmm. is that just give God room to work in your dreams. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing something that's so easy, chances are you're not depending on him to do it. Oh yeah. That's probably convicting people right now. Well, and I'm preaching to the choir here too, Mm -hmm. you know, because you know, there are still things that are uncomfortable for me to do and uncomfortable things that I need to do to to further my ministry. And so like when I find myself in that situation, am I pausing and just saying, okay, God, this is uncomfortable for me. This Mm -hmm. is something I can't, I can't do without you being with me and, and leading and guiding and, going with me on this. I hope that these tips were helpful to everybody listening. We really want you to go after what you want in life. We want you to do the things that God has placed on your heart to do. And whether that's having babies right now and dreaming big about being the best mom you can be or being a nationally syndicated talk show host, (laughs) uh, whatever that looks like, just embracing your dreams and and, and just finding a way for, for God to fuel your fire. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself. Mm